something. You know, there's one thing in this universe that's better than filthy gutturals and sick-ass breakdowns. The thing that I'm referring to is a simple... For those of you who are new to the Monsters Connection podcast, thank you for chiming in to this episode. We will try our best to do weekly shows. Find us at facebook.com slash group slash Monsters Connection. <laughs> and we are live once again here on the uh, Monsters Connection podcast. Thank you all for chiming in. So, um, yeah, no, I, I've been admittedly obsessed with Bad Omens over the course of the last week or so, and I can't stop listening to it. And, like, <laughs> I don't know where your guys' thoughts are on uh, Bad Omens at all. <clears throat> but... um, I've actually been digging them a lot, too. Um, over the past uh, few years, they've been constantly getting better and better. And I like how, I don't know if you guys ever watched the movie American Satan, the one with Andy Black and uh, Ben Bruce. Okay. They, uh, they had like one of their songs um, as the closing of the movie, which is pretty sick. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I've never seen the movie, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not too no. familiar with Bad Omens myself, unfortunately. Oh, uh, well, Noah Sebastian, he as a vocalist is very versatile. Like, um, I, I just can't uh, fathom or picture, like, how the noise and the sounds that he's able to create are coming from the same person. It sounds like two different people. And I get that same feeling from, like, listening to bands like Veil of Maya or New Betraying the Martyrs as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, it's, it's sick that he can do, like, deathcore vocals, like, hip-hop and slash trap, like, similar to, like, Post Malone-style vocals. Oh yeah, um, like it's it's very hard to come by like those type of vocals, like similar to like Andy Sizek. Um, I, I love that vocalist, yeah. <laughs> and that, that's what I love about coming to this podcast with you, Bronson. You always give me a band that it's just not on my radar, and then they become <laughs> on my radar. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though. That's good, you know. But I uh, I've also like um, been like. Again, once again, jamming to Ice Nine Kills. Um, it's just that time of the month as well to be listening to anything that's horror themed. So I don't know if any of you guys Bronson's have any kind of, of like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, We're I not going to go there. We're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if there's any like horror um, themed bands or bands that dabble with those kind of concepts that you guys would listen to frequently or not. But I think what Ice Nine Kills is doing is something kind of special because when I did see them live, they were very cinematic, very theatrical and they put on a show. And, um, I, I that's the most important thing with a, a band is, uh, being able to reach an audience that, uh, you know, people are going to just eat up the content that you're putting out there. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like, um, having like a theatrical aspect to like this genre makes it more interesting especially to watch live because like i remember um watching like death metal bands like back in like the early 2000s they would have like a lot of blood and gore like um at their shows and stuff to make it more interesting and i feel like uh ice nine kills is just like recreating that but like basically telling a story at the same time which is sick. Oh, yeah yeah most definitely most Almost definitely like a gimmick right 
they have yep. their yeah. own <laughs> which i know that word you kind of associate that word with like cheesiness or something but it, it it's yeah. almost important right is to have that gimmick that niche that you fit in and i think that's helpful in not just music but a lot of a lot of mediums you everyone needs a hook or or, or a gimmick you know whatever you want to call it there's got to be something that people will gravitate towards and um mm-hmm. in this case it's kind of a horror themed concept for ice nine kills i actually saw but, ice nine kills once as well but it was a while ago i think it was before they really like dove into their gimmick but they were yeah, still okay. really good live actually my band That's opened awesome. for them that night it was sick. oh sick <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> What are your guys' uh, favorite electric cowboy songs? I need to know. <laughs> That's a tough one. I got a lot. Like the one <laughs> here, let me pull Spotify here. Um, so I've list. been listening to um, Era of Love. Um, we got the moves. Pump it. Uh, Spaceman is another one of my favorites. Oh, Spaceman! I I wasn't sure of Spaceman at first. Like. Um, how they incorporated those kind of um, rap style elements, but you know it, everything that has been actually throwing me off at first, I end up liking somehow eventually. Anyways, like for instance, um, I kind of shot on the new Beartooth, and then I find myself at uh, work jamming to the same new song over and over again. Called, like it's called Riptide. I was just like, "Fuck, this grew on me. It had to grow on me, but now I like it." <laughs> yeah, you know. That happens a lot, I find. Things aren't always, like, instantaneous. Sometimes, uh, especially in metal, things are an acquired taste. Yeah, a lot of people listen to, like, what's hot, and they don't listen to the full album. I feel like if there's, like, a single that comes out, people just gravitate towards it, and they'll yeah. just, like, constantly listen to that song. I'm more of, like, a whole album listener, because I like to see, like, what other styles they can do, and, like, how like are they good musically as like a full album instead of just one song so yeah Yeah. and i i seem to make that mistake of just listening to one song and then moving on to another band and listening to one song (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that's just the way i I think uh go ahead chris sorry go ahead i was gonna say that's just the way i like gravitate towards music i like making variety variety lists right i don't know it's cool I, I was just going to say, I saved the singles for playlists. <laughs> I'll listen to the full before picking which songs go on those playlists. Yeah. No, I, um, I, uh, I, I definitely have been gravitating, uh, and I know we, we have actually discussed this in the past, but gravitating towards bands that have a lyrical concept that is more relatable than talking about like Vikings or um death all the time or blood and gore and things like that things that have value because i'm gonna go back to Beartooth, and i'm actually <laughs> gonna give them another shout out because um yeah it was it's almost like 90 percent of Beartooth lyrics uh make me feel something or like very relate like very relatable because like even if we talk about ice nine kills again yes it is a horror themed kind of uh gimmick like we've discussed but it's not it's not something that I can relate to on a personal level. It just sounds awesome. So I don't know where you guys stand on that discussion. Uh, for me, that I like gravitate towards more body snatcher because, like, even though like they do like filthy breakdowns all the time and like 
um, always they sound like super heavy. But if you like listen closely to the lyrics, um, they do hit home. That's why I like them so much. Cause like basically like all their songs they're about him growing up, you know, having struggles with his family. Same thing like trying to make amends with like picking a religion. I think especially like a lot of people like like the lyric side uh, instead of like going into it and be like, oh, this band is actually sick. They can do good stuff lyrically, but they could sound like super heavy instead of soft all the time, you know? Yeah. So no, I like sure. to, I, I like lyrics and like, um, if, if a song has important lyrics and lyrics that hit home for me, like it's, it, it creates a special moment for me when I'm listening to those songs, but I don't think that's what catches me to a song. I'll like get into a song that makes me want to bounce and then, uh, a few listens in, right? So I'll listen to a song three or four times. I start picking out uh, parts in the song where the lyrics sound good, and then I want to know what that lyric was. Um, yeah, I think that's just from being a, a musician, right? A guitar player, I'm picking out the guitar riffs. Or when I was trying to be a drummer, I was like really picking out the drumming, and and yeah, I think it just comes from that. Nice. Yeah, I know. It's I. I think. Um... With with everything else too, it's it's kind of like I don't know here. Um, it's it's it, like lyrics aren't like super valuable if we're talking about bands like Electric Cowboy, <laughs> Attila, <laughs> Bro Job, <laughs> you know, even like Steel Panther, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I, I've never been Steel like Panther. never. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've never heard someone been like. You know, I really connect with Steel Panther lyrics. Like, <laughs> it's funny you say that because I actually have had someone say that to me. <laughs> really? They live and breathe Steel Panther. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! They're gonna be saying, "Oh yeah, fucking bitches and going to clubs and partying all the time." <laughs> yeah, that's him, straight up. Oh god. I don't know what to say. <laughs> they kind of caught me off guard if I'm being honest here. <laughs> no, I, um, <laughs> I'm trying to actually, um, also picture like, okay, so I know, uh, with Polyphia, the fan base is either you just, you don't care for them at all. They're boring or you just love them kind of like how I do. But in my head yeah. today, I'm thinking like, I'm like, if Polyphia was to have a vocalist, what? vocal style would suit their sound and actually sound good because i'm gonna go back and say uh andy sizak maybe potentially i was thinking of uh you know bringing me the horizon you know because like oh, yeah. you say that? <laughs> they just i, I just I saw a picture they kind of did, did a snippet of them hanging out and i feel like there's going to be a song with uh ollie sykes soon i they feel have it. To. oh they have oh to. man, they're gonna get huge overnight. Well, like they've already with uh, Ego Death, I think they already had like five million views already, and that song is like within yeah. two weeks' time. So that's pretty crazy. And so it's like going back again. Like I mean, uh, to each their own, and uh, everyone has a like a cup of a tea, like their own cup of tea and stuff like that. But I I see really good things coming from Polyphia. Like, I love their old stuff, but I wasn't, like, in love with it, as opposed to now where it's like, yeah, they're, they they could totally be, like, 
anything that they want to be at this point and get away with it. <clears throat> going back yeah, to they're the, kind of like, uh, you're kind of like Leslie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you can go ahead, Chris. Okay. I was going to say, going back to like the vocal um, style that I see over top of Bolivia, um, they did that song with that girl, and she was kind of a little more like, I want to say, rapping the ABCs or whatever. And yeah. I do feel like some sort of new age um, uh, style like that was really cool to hear over top of Polyphia because they are so unique and different. I, I feel like they could get away with putting something out there over top of their music and it's still being really fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially that music video. That music video was sick. They had like all like kinds of psychedelic, you know trippy vibe to that song and especially like with the fast like uh rap going on when she was doing a b c d e f g and match the guitar on point which is pretty like unique not a lot of people like do that mm-hmm. so, and that that also caters into um how acceptable rap vocal styles are actually in in the metal community because i can think of several like amir um hacktivist um a band called uh i want to say conform maybe i'm not too sure uh but all those bands incorporate rapping into it and especially hacktivist hacktivist is doing like crazy crazy music if you listen to planet zero it's uh it's like one note after the other and my general preferences are usually very leaning towards more rhythm uh over being percussive but this is so impressive it's like why were people complaining about rap being involved in metal when this sounds so good? Cause he also not only raps, but he gets angrier and adds tonality as it progresses. You yeah. Know? It, it might be. I think that. it's just more of like, we <laughs> we were talking about saying, go ahead. No, you're... <laughs> it's that delay, right? That internet delay about, I was going to point at the, that rap in metal has been attempted how many times. And I think the, the opinion on it being bad is from all the attempts of people trying to make it work and it just not fitting very well in the past, but we're progressing, yeah. right? People are trying new things now and production quality has went through the roof that you can do those kinds of things and sit down and make it fit almost, even if it didn't initially. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. Go ahead, Kiefer. Um, like another band is that is good for that would be Papa Roach. Papa Roach has always been that band, always implements like rap, like new metal mixed with rock, and like the dude can scream too, like whenever like he can, um, but like it fits perfectly, and I think like if a lot of people like practice their craft and le- kind of learn off of like who's done it the most, and I think it like, can fit into like gent. And like deathcore and stuff. Jensen, yep. good call out. Yep, good yeah. call out. <laughs> I want to actually talk about new metal now. <laughs> like as as far as new metal is concerned, like I I still to this day think that the best Devil Driver album is the first one that they ever released because it has that unique like. Well, I don't know if new metal is considered unique, but it's it's got like this own personality to it. Other than like everything else, I was kind of more leaning towards more melody and guitar solos and stuff. Like the first Devil Driver album 
it's groovy. Like it's 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 pretty much groove metal in, in its own, and being a little bit new metal influenced too. Heck yeah! So. Yeah, her uh, her mind would be kind of Limp Biscuit. Um, I just like their guitar player and like how like the guitar player and their vocalist like bring so much energy to the stage. It's nuts. And especially like how he wears like sick ass costumes all the time. Like he'll like be dressed in black, um, especially with black paint, and has like a banging performance. I don't like the Limp Biscuit now because it's just kind of like cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Limp Limp Biscuit is a classic. I was uh I was fumbling with my words there for a second. <laughs> new metal, new metal. I'd say, and I don't know if I'm gonna get flack for this, but honestly, Linkin Park hits the spot for me, man. Um, I know his I lyrics and stuff are super sad, but there are some songs where it gets pretty damn heavy. <laughs> I was I actually made a post in MC today saying uh trying to imagine Linkin Park uh but with uh Drew York from Stray from the Path on vocals. There's also um I could envision um like We Came as Roman style or uh New Betraying the Martyrs style vocals in like Lincoln Park's like presence currently. If I'm envisioning what uh, Lincoln Park would sound like without Chester, it's kind of those similar tonalities. <clears throat> yeah, a good band for that would be From Ashes to New. They're kind of like uh, I would say a new age style Lincoln Park, but like yep. they do have very similar songs. Like you can point out like. They kind of stole like some ideas from like Lincoln Park because you know they're trying to recreate that like sound because everybody misses like the, the vocalist. Um, but other than that, I got no complaints about that band. That band has been putting out bangers like since like they've been touring Warp Tour. <laughs> I'll add them to my list. <laughs> I, I've never listened to that band if I'm being honest. Oh, speaking of bands, really? I got a I got a band I I uh, stumbled across, believe it or not, on Facebook. Uh Sailing Before the Wind. Have you guys heard them? No. Oh yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. They're actually so sick and their live performance is worth watching. Even if you don't like their music, like they're on point on stage and just a hell of a good time to watch. That that brings up another discussion. What in your guys's uh minds or opinions of the matter of stage presence what gravitates a special stage presence persona what do you guys look for in a stage presence like what do you like seeing when you go to a live show um for me a good example would be knock loose um the vocalist always like moshes on stage like and he always <laughs> comes on, like stuff like that like hits home I don't, I don't want to see a vocalist, like, standing there and, like, you know, just, like, doing their vocals and not moving. And the crowd's the crowd's going to say the same thing. Like, they're not going to move. They're not going to mosh if the vocalist is just standing there. Um, I think people, like, more gravitate towards, like, people jumping, interacting with the crowd, like, asking the crowd to sing along with their vocals if they know, like, parts of the song. I kind of... I think that's like what makes a good show. I actually strongly agree with that. Not even just the vocalists, but even the musicians. 
Sometimes when the guitar player, even though they might be playing something crazy hard, but if they're just standing there, it kind of drags the whole show down for me. Like I'm there to see them perform and and put on a show. You know what I mean? I didn't pay for tickets to go see. A, like if I wanted to just listen to them, I would have just listened to them, right? And I want to see them yes. perform. Yeah, I I think I think that's that's a I agree with like everything that you guys are saying. Um, I, I think the craziest, um, thing that I witnessed, uh, a vocalist in particular doing was, uh, the while she sleeps vocalist. Um, he was basically standing on people's hands, um, screaming at the same time, like crowd surfing and like, I, I was nuts, like to imagine something like that. So yeah, like you said, you're paying to see a show. You're not paying to see people standing there, you know? <laughs> yeah. I feel like if like the the vocalist isn't doing too much. Like, I think that's kind of more of like a forgettable show that mm-hmm. like somebody will bring him up. They'll be like, Oh, did you see that show with that band that like, uh, they were sick, but, uh, you know, no, nobody's remembers the band name because they just put on a terrible show. So, yeah. 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 But that's, that's the other thing too. Like people want to remember it. So if you don't have stickers, lighters, bottle openers on top of shirts <laughs> you know give away a sticker at least a sticker that's all you need you know <laughs> how would you feel if a band came up stage and instead of like giving away stickers or, or cds or something they were giving away their music for free and they actually rip or whipped out a qr code that's come yeah. scan for free music how would you feel yeah. about that yeah that's awesome. get with the yeah. times no, right? everything <laughs> That ties into the digital age of music again, because I think even like if you re- referring to vehicles, like a lot of cars that are made now, they don't even have CD players in them anymore. You know, yeah. like so. And who who honestly now a days will go and uh, purchase a CD player or a vinyl record player? Like you have to be a hardcore collector. And I wish yeah. I I want to get to that point where I could maybe collect <laughs> my favorite vinyls. But, like, for one vinyl, it's, like, 50 Canadian. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're grasping on the physical media because, and this is a whole conversation I could do an entire podcast on <laughs> Physical media is 100% dying. It is. It's unfortunate because I do like having physicals, and I think physicals definitely have a place, like, for secondhand markets, you know, reselling CDs and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, it helps, but... I really don't want to have a wall full of CDs anymore, especially uh, having such a small apartment. I'm most likely not going to be here much longer. I need to move and I'm going to have to pack 200 boxes of CDs. Like I'm kind of <laughs> glad that they're, you know what I mean? It's just kind of cool to have, like, you know, like when you have kids, they're going to be like, yeah. Oh, well, uh, do you have CDs growing up? We're going to be like, no, we had Spotify and YouTube. <laughs> else bigger than the spotify or youtube you know so yeah what's a what's a, what's a cassette tape <laughs> <laughs> what's um, a walkable yeah. yeah eventually mark zuckerberg is gonna put chips on her head and then all of a sudden every music is gonna be streaming right no. straight to our brains <laughs> not mark zuckerberg it's gonna be what's his face from steam i forget his name uh he's already he's working on brain brain neuro interfaces Oh uh, really? I forget his name. The guy that runs Steam and started Steam. 
That's oh. great. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> fart. This this is the first time I'm hearing about this. I just I I was actually just kidding. I wasn't serious, but that's scary. Like no, no, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a thing. He's he actually said it's not that far away too. Oh my god. All right, I'm gonna stop talking about that. And like guitar player, and it just tells you all the like you know. It'll just memorize the whole song, then like it will tell you every single part, and you play it on your guitar and won't listen to it. That'll be so sick. Yeah, you yeah. download the song, and it like controls your muscles and plays the song for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can play guitar. Oh yeah. Well, if it makes any of you feel any better, I can't even play Iron Man on the guitar. So <laughs> yet, never give up, Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad reality. <laughs> oh man. So I actually I think this is where we're gonna end the episode for tonight. So thank you everyone who chimed in. Um look forward to our weekly live streams as we are gonna do our best to actually dish out the the content on a weekly basis. But other than that, hopefully everyone has a good night. Thanks for watching. Alrighty, have a good one. <laughs>